WBNE. Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. If you love the show and you want to support us, the best way to do so is to go over to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Check out all the great reward tiers we have. There's a whole bunch of different ways that you can support the show. And all it is is a voluntary monthly subscription for you to say, hey, I love bacon and eggs and I want to show them that I care. And that's that's all you got to do. If you have questions, just go to the website. They explain everything super easily. Patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Otherwise, let's get right to it. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're putting the work in. Or maybe we're just having fun. So come on and slam. And welcome to the jam. Because today we're bringing you Space Jam, A New Legacy. This movie was directed No, no, by hold on. I got I got it, Tyler. Oh, I got okay, it. okay, okay. I got it. Okay. I can do it. Let me, let me every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this movie, uh, Space Jam, a new legacy was directed by Steven Spielberg released on March 29, 2018. It's <laughs> 1209. Sorry. That's the stats for ready player one. My bad. My bad. It is. I got the I got the actual stats. Okay, uh, it, it, this this movie was directed by Phil Johnston. Uh, released eleven uh, November twenty first two thousand eighteen, which is nine hundred seventy. That's sorry. That's Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, let me see if I've got us. Uh, you got you got this actual Space Jam statistics because I just couldn't find anything. Uh, yeah, this is directed by Malcolm D. Lee. It came out on July sixteenth, twenty twenty one, which was five days ago. Then hundred and fifty million dollars. For what? <laughs> For what? They owned everything. Uh, $150 million budget, $53.5 million at the box office, got a 32% critic rating and an 81% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a 37 on Metacritic. Uh, and if you give me one second, I can... Uh, give you a positive review from Rotten Tomatoes. Ethan, do you have a negative review? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing we do. Boy, do we have negative reviews. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, Chaos and Collins from Rolling Stone says, it can't help but feel in the end like Warner Brothers getting ahead of a joke that in the near future might not be so funny. A villainous algorithm, who'd have thunk it? Well, a lot of people. Hence the joke, hence the movie. Uh, Kate Erbland of IndieWire says, truly, it has everything except an actual heart. Uh, James Berardinelli of Real Reviews says, it doesn't take long before a new legacy feels more like a two-hour commercial, the entire Warner Brothers catalog, than a movie in its own right. Do you feel better? Do you feel better having said all these? I do. Okay. Well, Warren Cantrell from The Playlist. Uh, nope. Princess Weeks from The Mary Sue. Uh, which I can only only guess is John Negroni's pseudonym as a rotten tomato. See, normally reviewer. I have to read the reviews from the absolute garbage <laughs> publications. So I was excited to read something from like Rolling Stone and IndieWire. Space Jam, while nostalgic and beloved by a generation, is not a good movie. What makes it work is knowing it is silly and allowing yourself to enjoy the weird blending of these two worlds. 
That's the review. That sounds like a review of the original Space Jam. It does sound like a review of the original Space Jam. It's very possible Princess Weeks from uh, I already the Mary Sue was writing about the original Space Jam. I've got so go ahead and knock one point off that Rotten Tomatoes critic review. <laughs> I've got a list of review here from True Man who says uh, forty nine out of hundred. I liked it more than the original, but they both aren't very good. Uh, I don't have the listener reviews up, so go ahead and read another one. Uh, I've got one here from uh, Claire, who says, 30 out of 100, if there's a message I was supposed to learn from this, I sort of missed it. Okay. Tyler, I'm zero I'm, out of 100. I've, I can play my joke now. Okay. That was a 100%er. We didn't even have... 100%. Are you... With 100%er. all due respect, are this you... Was a, kidding me 100 percent or the only point i would dock is that they retconned in the middle of the movie that lebron james would have played harry potter but actually is a real life hufflepuff that is the only point i would dock from this entire movie this was so necessary this was so important this necessary was so, oh was it necessary? This was so good, Ethan. And it was, I know what you're thinking. Well, Tyler, maybe it's a hundred percenter if you're six years old. Absolutely not. This was full of references that a six-year-old would not get. And this they weren't funny. This is full. This is a 100 percenter. This movie was not funny. Well, I was crying laughing watching this I think movie. I laughed twice. I was laughing out loud alone in my hotel room at this movie. Okay, well, uh, in in support of LeBron James himself, the king, this is a 23 out of 100. 23 out of 100. That's nice. I would rather watch the Santa Claus. I would rather watch the pilot of Cat Dog. I would rather watch all of the Yu-Gi-Oh! movies <laughs> back to back to back to back to back to back to back. I would rather watch, uh, oh God, I don't even know. Legitimately, I think I liked the human centipede more than this. I This movie sucks. So hard. Yes. It doesn't. I'm okay. Not, so it's, it's not, not funny. With this it's not all. funny uh, in funny. any way. Uh, the I references lie. miss entirely. It's just a bad knockoff of Ready Player One. LeBron James might be the worst actor that's ever lived in his entire life. Uh, the dialogue sucks. The uh, graphics suck. The Toon Squad jerseys are bad. The the uh, fuzzy Lola Bunny is gross. Uh, I hate it. Um, Lola Bunny was already gross. Like the way that we approached yeah, the Lola Bunny uh, situation. It wasn't funny. The first time Space Jam sucks. The next Space Jam sucks. Michael Jordan sucks. Uh, the only thing what? that doesn't suck about this is LeBron James, except he's a bad actor. He was funny in Trainwreck and hasn't been funny since then. I don't know why this movie is necessary. It was a mistake. They should light it on fire and try again. Um, also, 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 if we're going to insist that all of the Warner Brothers universe movies exist, in the same universe as Space Jam, somebody in their right minds would have noticed that the AI looks exactly like Don Cheadle from the Warner Brothers movies Oceans 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, I did. I wanted this movie to do was it. terrible. Yeah, the seven-year-old I was sitting next to didn't even laugh. <laughs> this movie was <laughs> garbage. I see. I'm glad that you didn't like it because I needed you to not like it because I cherished every minute of this. What about it? Did you like what? I, I literally don't know. I laughed constantly. At what? I laughed at LeBron James's bad acting. I laughed at Don Cheadle reading this ridiculous script and not giving it his all 100% phoning it in. I laughed at like 
the whole movie was so aware of itself the whole time. But like they all exist in the in the Warner Brothers universe, but the rules of that are not really established because at some points it's very clear that they did this once before with Michael Jordan, and at other points in the movie it's like we can't reference the Michael Jordan thing because there's like clearly some subtext contract where we can't talk about Michael Jordan in this the, movie. One of the two do? times <laughs> I, I will tell you the two times that I laughed out loud in the movie theater. Um, one, uh, when the kid gets hit in the head, when he says ball the first time, <laughs> when he's like a ball laughing. all day and gets slapped in the head with the basketball. <laughs> that was funny. Me and the seven year old next to me both laughed at that. And then when, uh, when they brought out Michael B. Jordan, I laughed. <laughs> that was also funny. Um, I thought it was hilarious when uh, Don Cheadle says to Dominic James to get your head in the game. That to me was like a, you know what that quote is from, right? Warner Brothers, you know that you just quoted High School Musical, a Disney Channel original movie. Yes, they're the first people to ever in the world say, get your head in the game. Okay, but when they invented basketball. No, 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 no. When your whole movie is... The Marvel Cinematic Universe is stupid. We can do that ourselves. The Snyderverse is stupid. That like when they're making fun of all these like shared universes, and that's like the theme of the movie. I think you it's so funny that you think they're making fun of it. They're hundred percent making fun of it. Bull. There's no way Warner Brothers made a movie where Warner Brothers is the villain. Yes, they did. <laughs> and they like, yes, and, like they did. Warner Brothers knows that Warner Brothers. They is legitimately. The they were like. They were like. Wow, people loved Ready Player One, the movie we made. We should do this with Space Jam. What if the Iron Giant was here? I do love how they're like, I don't know what happened where like Brad Bird lost the rights or something, but I know that Warner Brothers like made the Iron Giant, but something happened where Warner Brothers gets like reclaimed the Iron Giant and they're just putting it everywhere. <laughs> Bugs Bunny was ready to like die as Bugs Bunny at the end of this. I th honestly thought because Space Jam 1996 introduces Lola Bunny to like the to the server verse. Sure. I dead ass thought like this is actually the canon end of Bugs Bunny and they will not use this character anymore. No, that would be too much. <laughs> I thought it was so good. I was dying laughing the whole time. But, like I just didn't take it seriously. At all. At no point was I like, this movie needs credentials. <laughs> because the first one's not any, like, good. It's not like Michael No, Jordan. but it at least has heart. This has heart? No, it doesn't, Tyler. Okay. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's got that this moment. This is so, this is a soulless corporate suck fest. There okay, is no soul here, man. Can, this. Uh -uh. No, 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 no. You don't get to buy your books at Barnes & Noble because Amazon sucks and then hate Warner Brothers even though Disney sucks. Uh, you need to be Mr. Warner Brothers. I've decided. You can't hate on WB. You need to be a Looney Tunes I would love guy. to not hate on WB, but they can't. <laughs> look, look. Disney is an evil I court. will say, hold on, hold on. Before you say whatever you're going to say, there is okay. a huge missed opportunity in the serververse for Yugi to be here. Yeah. Because WB it's the kids only property made they Battle didn't City. introduce. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great if, like, if we've been having this ongoing recurring joke about Yami Yugi showing up where he shouldn't. God, be. 
and like they they say shadow Realm. that would have made it a 100 percenter for sure if if LG Rhythm was like, yo, I'm going to send you to the Shadow Realm. And Yami's like, I don't think so. That's my domain. I I kept being like, is this a sequel or is this a new story? Why is Michael Jordan not making a cameo? Why is Michael Oh, because B. he Jordan- sucks. Because he's a big, sucky dick. There's he's no- the worst human being. There's no way it was cheaper for Warner Brothers. I guarantee it was actually because there's literally no stakes in it for Michael B. Jordan to be like, yeah, I'll show up for your thing. What do I yeah. care? I, I made a zillion Here, dollars. Have, yeah, have a million dollars <laughs> to show up and make Friday Night Lights references. <laughs> but like, I can't believe that they couldn't get Michael Jordan to just show Like, No, he's no. a sh- person he sucks as a human being he's a mean-spirited old bastard he is the ebenezer scrooge of basketball this dude sucks no okay i'll tell you what would have sucked and this comes from somebody who's not a basketball fan and is a football fan if they did space jam tom brady that would have sucked i would have been like that would have no, been no <sighs> he's no, a better that, actor for sure there's no way. He's, For he's sure. acting a few things, right? What was he in? He shows up from time to time. I'll tell you what they should <laughs> Space Jam Tour de France with Andy Schleck. Oh my God, I'm not talking. Okay, look, look, I want to I counter a point you made earlier, okay? okay? Yes, Disney is an evil corp that wants to buy all of their movie theaters and, 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 and sanctify them or whatever. But it doesn't mean that... I'm not going to say they make bad content, right? Like, like... This, Warner Brothers makes bad content. This comes at such a point in time where the MCU and, and Disney in general is just hitting harder than they ever have week after week after week after week after week. And this feels like a like a like a like a breakup letter. Like not like a breakup letter. This feels like the, the, the 87th voicemail that you left on your ex-girlfriend's phone, right? There's no the freaking piece of hair on my head is driving me insane. <laughs> There's no heart and soul here, right? Because like you could have you could have lost me in a story about LeBron James and his fake family, even though he has a real family and his kids play basketball and he loves them. There was there is no world in which you would believe that LeBron James's real life youngest son, who is six feet one inches tall and sixteen years old, wants to give up basketball. No, for to sure. To I'm just saying, video like, game th- camp. There's a world where you sell me on LeBron James and his fake family here, right? I, I get it, but but the, the the between the script and the delivery of all involved parties, it's so bad that I'm just like. Do you do you love your son? I honestly don't know. You just beat the living shit <laughs> at basketball. You gave him no quarter. Like I get that he he doesn't know that algae rhythm is bad, man. You don't have to like smash it in his face. I guarantee when LeBron James and his kids play basketball, LeBron James does not hold back. Absolutely, because Bron Jr. will be beating him fair and square on the court in 24 months. LeBron James old as hell. He is. When they said LeBron James drafted in 2003. Yeah, he's been around forever at this point. like, good God, you can't play. He was drafted, I think, when he was like 17, but. It's still nuts. You can't play basketball at 35 or however old he is. That's insane. I do like, so LeBron James. I'm not a basketball fan. I wish that I was. I like 
this is where this is where this movie actually did totally screw. Them. I'm not changing my score, by the way. This is going in as a hundred percenter because oh I know it's God. still going to be at the bottom of the roster anyway. Because of I don't think it is I, with a hundred percenter from you. I don't think you could possibly <laughs> lose to the Santa Claus. That only guarantees it twenty five points. Yeah, uh, but I yeah, but like, what is the score in the Santa Claus? Thirty something? No, no, it's like sixty something. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I maybe this so. will be the worst movie ever. Uh. Because the Metacritic and the Rotten Tomatoes, it's the Rotten Tomatoes audience is what's lifting me up. <coughs> um, that's like an 82. I would rather watch Tim Allen get divorced. <laughs> this is where it loses the pooch a little bit for me. Is that I, hold on, in hold 1996. On, hold on. Pa- hold your thought real quick. I got a last <laughs> zinger here. I'd rather watch just a compilation of every grunt from Home Improvement than this movie. <laughs> just Tim Allen go, who? <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Where does it lose you? Where does it screw the pooch? Screws the pooch, so to speak. Gross terminology here. In 1996, Warner Brothers was selling a generation of kids on basketball via the Looney Tunes. In 2021, Warner Brothers is selling... The Looney Tunes. Right, the Looney Tunes. Via basketball. Via basketball. It's like, the Looney Tunes are like a classic cartoon. I don't think they're still making new Looney content. Like, the voice actors. They certainly are. All the voice actors for this are are wrong. Yeah, absolutely terrible. They're, They're, like... Daffy is too understandable. Porky Pig is too understandable. Foghorn Leghorn. What are Jim Cummings and and Rob Paulson doing? Like, they can't be busy. I believe they're working for Disney. God. Doing Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, God. I could do a better Bugs Bunny voice than that guy. It's so funny. Let me make it clear. I love the Looney Tunes. Okay, like I was a big Looney Tunes guy growing up. That that stuff was forced on me from the time that I could open my eyes. So tell me how you got into Looney Tunes, because I do know how I got into it. But I'm curious about you. Well, so they first of all, they were shown relentlessly on Cartoon Network. Yes, uh, that is that was how I got into it as well. But there's like a very specific way that they conned me into watching the Looney Tunes. How did they con you into watching the Looney Tunes? Because I, I, I just like I think my dad got a bunch of VHS tapes and was like, this stuff slaps. You should watch this Roadrunner and this Coyote fight for 17 hours today, son. And I was like, you know what? I'm three. That sounds rad. That's how I got into Tom and Jerry, for sure, which is not Looney Tunes, apparently. No. Um which, by the way, if you're ever curious which one's Tom and which one's Jerry, I can I still I've probably sing you, you the Tom and Jerry kids theme song off the top of my head. But this is how I got into it is they would show Looney Tunes relentlessly on Cartoon Network. And there comes an age where Nick Jr. is unwatchable. Yes. And suddenly during the daytime, if you're like sick from school. You can only watch Cartoon Network. Yes. Like, you can either watch Blue's Clues, which is on a six-hour marathon, or you can watch Tom and Jerry and Looney Tunes. And then they invented things like Dora the Explorer, and we were just out. We were were too old for that. Yes. So, that's how it happened for me, was, like, that's where I really got my Looney Tunes content. And even still, they would have, uh, like, Looney Tunes Nursery or Looney Tunes Babies or something like that. Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tunes, yeah. They're and tiny, that, they're toony, they're all a little loony. Yeah, I would watch Tiny Tunes a lot. Yeah, 
absolutely. Um, and they used to do like Cartoon Network used to do a whole day marathon the day of the Super Bowl. And they would get they would like pre-record Jim Nance and John Madden, like calling plays of Roadrunner Coyote doing stuff. It was great. It was fantastic. Uh, I've never been much of a Space Jam guy. Like I, I mostly for the meme at this point, just like I, you know, not that it's a meme, not that it's funny to hate stuff or whatever, but it's just like I'm just not as obsessed with it as everybody is. But that this like. This movie has nothing of the original Space Jam in it, right? Like, this is not... First of all, it's not about basketball in any way whatsoever. Um, it's about video games, but still in, like, a weirdly out-of-touch way. It is weirdly like, out-of-touch. Like, like the way they talk about video games... There's a line early on where Dom is explaining how the game works to LeBron, and he's like, yeah, the more points you score, the more people will watch your stream. And I was like, that's not how that works. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. First <laughs> of all, you like, need to play Roblox or <laughs> you need to play Minecraft. Yeah, you need not to play Minecraft. Nobody's heard of. Yeah, um, it's certainly. But yeah, like this. This streaming. movie. At no point was this movie written by somebody that came up with video games. That like that 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 grew by to video games naturally. They had to be the writers of this movie were handed video games secondhand by their children or younger nieces, nephews, cousins, brothers. Well, and Dom is creating, this is my favorite part of the whole thing. Building is, NBA Street from the NBA ground up. NBA Street from the ground up. NBA Street, a game which came out in 2001, doesn't even have LeBron James in it. Yeah, but the, the LeBron James absolutely would have played, right? Like, there, there's so many, not that I'm looking, and I'm not trying to criticize this movie on, like, hardline, like, canon effects or like plot holes or whatever but it's definitely like a situation where lebron james would have played nba street uh and or known about it right at least the, the concept of street ball and style points would not have been unfamiliar to lebron james the basketball prodigy no yeah he would have certainly been like yeah, this game came out in 2001. LeBron James was 15 years old. 100% chance LeBron James also, has played NBA Street. These mechanics still exist. These, like, one-on-one, -on -one, uh, like, hard hoops mechanics still exist in the NBA 2K games. Right? Like, Do it's they? not, like, power-ups and stuff, but it's very much, like, you know, who can... You can go one-on-one -on -one and see who can hit, like, the sweetest jump shot. Stuff like that. Those mechanics still exist in the NBA 2K games, which very much feature LeBron James. He's been on the cover, I believe, more than once. I think you are correct. I also think LeBron James is in NBA Street Volume 2, which came out in 2003. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, I will say a detail I appreciated just from the, uh, you know, kind of likes basketball side of me is that LeBron James uh, wears... Uh, number six as a Toon Squad member because number 23 would have been retired by Michael Jordan on the Toon Squad. <laughs> Has he worn 23 at every on every team? He wore six in Miami. Okay. Yeah. I think so. One thing I love about basketball, and I was getting to this point earlier, but I didn't say it, is the sort of like legacy, I guess... As a non-basketball fan, I understand that there are famous players for a lot of different teams. But the Lakers 
have the most? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a certain level of prestige for, like, retiring with the Lakers. Yeah. Especially since Kobe did it. Yeah. Also, Kobe Bryant is in this movie for, like, a frame. There's an image of LeBron James shaking yeah, in the, Kobe in the montage. Hand. And that tear that made me tear up immediately. Well, when for the, like the first fifteen minutes of the movie, I thought it was going to be okay. Like, I was sold on the premise, right? And the 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 idea of like LeBron hates video games because they were taken away from him as a kid, kind of thing, and like doesn't want his kid to make video games. Wants his kid to learn to work, but the kid's going to have to teach LeBron that like n- not all work is basketball. You know, dad, you're still playing a game. And then uh, I want to go be a graphics engineer. <laughs> right. And then uh, Don Cheadle shows up and ruins the movie. <laughs> Don Cheadle's character made me laugh consistently <clears throat> because I'm thinking about Don Cheadle. This like amazing, amazing yeah. Academy Award nominated actor. And I'm watching it and he's just like. He, you can tell he is having a blast. But also maybe is hating his life every Yeah, I did. I never felt like he was enjoying himself. <laughs> Algae rhythm. I so I don't think the movie's about basketball or video game design at all. I think because of the villain is called algorithm. Like it's really about how social media is taking yeah, our children a, away from it's us. It's a war on TikTok. Right. <laughs> waged by the boomers at Warner Brothers. Yeah, waged by like isn't our water tower iconic? Are you what? What the? What is that? <sighs> what is Acme? Is that a real company? I don't understand this joke you've got going on here. Yeah, they 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 had to sell the younger generation on the Looney Tunes, but they didn't at all. But they didn't. No, I think that they were still selling them on like you know who the Looney Tunes are. I did love the series of scenes where they're pulling the Looney Tunes from different Warner Brothers movies. And Warner Brothers properties and like HBO properties. I thought that was great. Yeah. Where, like, it just uh, didn't do it for me, honestly. And it went on so long. This movie is so long. It is two hours of space. This movie is so long. But you don't think Foghorn Leghorn being in Game of Thrones is solid gold? No, I mean, it is, but it was just, it was so hard for me to separate myself from the. Like, I could never get to a place where I wasn't like, I understand what they're doing here. Like, this, the cell missed me entirely. If I had just been able to, to dive into it and, and, cause like, I didn't, I didn't, I truly did not go in trying to hate this movie, right? Like, I wasn't like, oh man, I hope I get a, a movie that I can give a bad review to, right? Like, I want to be swayed. I wanted to like this more than the original Space Jam. What I wanted to do to come was to come in this episode and be like, this is the definitive Space Jam movie. Michael Jordan can suck it. So like, but I could just never put myself away from like, Who's okay, the they're, just co- they're just collecting fans here. Who's a better basketball player? Who's the greatest? LeBron of all James. Time? LeBron James. Like LeBron James. <laughs> Jordan is prime playing James is prime is not a competition. Do you know how we can tell? Because nobody has ever in all of history run faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah. That's how I know. LeBron James holds so many records that people love to just ignore. Like points records, games played records, like uh, all kinds of starts records. They'll say like, oh, it took LeBron so many more games to yeah, because he played so many more. 
he, not even that he played so many more. It's like <laughs> the other teams were good. <laughs> this isn't like the Bulls in the nineties where there's one basketball right. Team. There's one basketball team. People were like Jordan did it alone. One, no, he didn't. Two, everybody else sucked. <laughs> right, like like. LeBron James is up against this movie included Clay Thompson. I hate Clay Thompson. Is uh, that is that Browse? I don't No, I that's Anthony was, Davis. Anthony Davis is great. He's LeBron James' teammate. Uh a wet fire is Clay Thompson. Okay. And then they he's had one the of the WNBA. He's one of the Splash Brothers. They had the WNBA players as well. I thought that was a cool yeah. touch. Yeah, th- that was a great inclusion because they could have just not. not done that. Right. They could have very easily gotten like robot Steph Curry. Yeah. They, was that who that was? Who was the robot? Uh, Damian Lillard. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's the like the the new like god mode type player. Oh, I think they should have gotten the the ball kids, Lamelo. Oh my god, Lamelo Ball was probably when they made this movie was probably still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Lamelo Ball. God, I hope he comes back, man. Melo Ball tore his ACL in the middle of what was going to be one of the great rookie seasons ever. That sucks for him. Yeah. Sounds like Derrick Rose. (laughs) (laughs) That's a basketball. What could have been with Derrick Rose? (laughs) Derrick Uh, Rose is the kind of player they say things like journeyman about now. (laughs) (laughs) I do know that basketball still doesn't have 30 teams. Like, I know there are 30 teams, right? 30. That's the amount of teams in basketball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I also know that they are petitioning to add them. I definitely cannot name them. I know they're petitioning to add one or two more, and the Harlem Globetrotters put their name in. I would like to put in the Toon Squad as well. Listen, hear me out. Well, there's they're not a real, real. I understand that, but there is a real professional hockey team called the Mighty Ducks. So you just want there to be an expansion team called the Toon Squad? Yeah, I think the Harlem made of like regular people. Okay. Yeah, made of like normal players. Yeah. Okay. They're also just the Ducks. Okay, but in the 90s, they were the Mighty Ducks. Sure, yeah. They had the logo. They did the whole thing. Yeah, I think they the were Philadelphia like... Philadelphia Flyers have a monster as their mascot. Gritty's the best. <laughs> Gritty is reinventing mascots. Have you seen the TikTok trend where it's like, name four characters who are non-Marvel who could lift Mjolnir? Gritty. And people just insist that Gritty could. <laughs> Gritty absolutely could. <laughs> Do you know who could not? As long as we're talking about mascots who definitely cannot lift Mjolnir. Who? The Washington Nationals have four president mascots. Yeah. They could not lift Mjolnir. Although, as long as we're talking about baseball, the Philly Fanatic cannot lift (laughs) Mjolnir. (laughs) Uh. Baseball's got some truly terrible mascots. Also, I love that uh, this is going to get real niche for people that haven't been to Salem Red Sox games. <laughs> but I love that we are now re- like over a decade removed, at least from the Salem Avalanche. But Muggsy oh, well refuses to die. Yeah, Muggsy will never leave. Muggsy. They got rid of Lefty and Righty. They got rid of the chicken. They got rid of Misty. You know a lot of the family of Muggsy from the Salem Avalanche. Well, so Mug- there was Muggsy and Misty. Our Colorado Rockies knockoff team. Yeah, they right? well they were they were then Misty was a Houston or Houston Astros edition, but yes, uh, was it the Rockies before that? I was guessing it was the it was Rockies before the that. Avalanche. Yes, yeah, and now it was we've the been Rockies, by, and that's how they got the Avalanche, and they were uh, purple and black 
And then uh, their Astros came in when the Astros were in their like goth phase. They were like dark maroon and black. And yes. Uh, and then the Red Sox have taken. And over then the Red Sox the have taken like over ever since years. then uh, and demoted them and uh, got rid of the mascots. They had two socks for a while, lefty and righty, and uh, they're gone. And there was just a random chicken and he's gone. But Muggsy, Muggsy the St. Bernard, <laughs> who's been a Salem Red Sox staple since before I was born, will not think, go away. How gross do you think that mascot costume is? It's, uh, it, it's been redone multiple times. Has it? Okay. Yes, because the Muggsy that I know today does not is not the same Muggsy that I knew when I was a kid. Do, here's a Roanoke sports trivia. What is the name of the rail yard dog? I have no idea. Have you seen him? Uh, is, is it like a dog or like it's, it's a, a mascot? It's a mascot. Okay. Uh, I have not. I don't know his name either, but I have seen him. He is horrifying and he shows up at a lot of like kid friendly charity events. I believe it. Muggsy does not. No. Muggsy Mug- doesn't care at all. He probably shows up at Salem stuff. Probably. I'll tell you one thing. Listeners who don't live in Roanoke, Virginia. (laughs) We um, have a, we have a, you know, you know, Parks and Rec, right? You remember Parks and Rec, how everybody lives in Pawnee and they have the snooty side city attached to called Eagleton. Uh, That's how Salem, Virginia is. They're snooty. They have their own courts, their own mayor, their own public education system, their own uh, board of transportation, their own baseball team and their dicks. In Roanoke, we have a hockey team, and they're yeah. the best. You ever been to a rail yard? Dogs I have not game? been to a rail yard dogs game. I had tickets, and they got canceled by COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I if I think they survived because I've seen the dog at a few events, so they must still be around. I've considered season tickets. That's how good they're it extremely is. reasonable. <laughs> it's like three hundred dollars yeah. for like a box. <laughs> yeah, for like forty games. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, as long as we're talking about not basketball, this movie's not about basketball. Uh, not that the original Space Jam was like particularly about basketball, but at least it had like good basketball sequences. It had Mike's secret stuff. This had this had bad video game sequences. It had no. It had that one moment. I know there's a famous image of LeBron James dunking. Yeah, that was cool. That was a reference I appreciated. Yeah, with Lola and LeBron doing the the LeBron D Wade alley oop picture. So I haven't watched a lot of the content other than Tiny Tunes from 1996 to present on the Looney Tunes. I haven't either. Does the fact that Lola Bunny plays basketball come up a lot? I have no idea. I'm I don't know that she exists outside of Space Jam. She's in Tiny Tunes. Is she? Yes. I, I don't remember anything about Tiny Toons to actually, like, tell you about Tiny Toons, but... I don't think that... They're I all babies. That, I know that much. Yeah. And they live in, like, I, a big house. I don't... Is Granny a baby? Surely no. No. I think she the, owns the house. I think, yeah. Granny owns the house. Uh, I will say there's a trope in here where, like, Granny is actually super mobile. Yeah. And is, like, a time cop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in. I, like... Granny does the uh, Trinity thing from the Matrix. Yeah, they kept making Matrix references. I was like, "Who do you think this movie is for?" Well, so that's the thing is like it. it I went to the movie theaters to see this, right? I saw this in an honest to god movie theater. 
um, at like four o'clock on a Tuesday in summer, right? There were a bunch of kids there. That was not something I even considered being a possibility, right? It's like when I went to see Toy Story 3, it did not occur to me there were going to be kids in the audience. This was the exact same way, right? Like, it did not occur to me that children were going to be like, Mom, can we go see Space Jam colon A New Legacy? Because, like, I don't know, and they don't know who this movie's for, right? They're making Iron Giant references. They're making The Matrix references. They're making Game of Thrones references, which is not even their property. Like, I guess they own HBO, and they're trying to insist on that? I, I They must own HBO, because they put this out on HBO Max. Sure, 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 sure. Right. Yeah, but I just figured it was a partnership. But, like, to be like, oh, one of the great Warner Brothers properties is Game of Thrones. I was like, are you kidding me? I did think, like, when they were like, we're going to put Harry Potter in this, I was like, okay. Harry Potter, which is, yeah, Harry Potter. That is undeniably a Warner Brothers content. Yeah. The Hufflepuff thing. I, like, literally, that was another time I laughed because I knew that you were going (laughs) to hate it. (laughs) There's no way LeBron James is a Hufflepuff. Is a Hufflepuff. Based on what people insist Hufflepuffs are, right? They're always like, Hufflepuffs are loyal, which I'm not having this conversation. I'm not getting into it. But like LeBron James is specifically not loyal. Like if there is one fault to LeBron James in his career, it is that he screwed Cleveland twice. And they they talk crap to him about it during the movie. In the movie. (laughs) Look, Don Cheadle's like, yeah, he's gay, you know, got a leaving problem. Yeah. Ugh. And the kid's like, because the kid's like, man, dad just left. And Don Cheadle's like, yeah, I mean, it's what he does. The kid's like, what? <laughs> I just like, LeBron must have read the whole script. The way that they like make fun of him. He had to sign off on all of that stuff. So clearly yeah. that doesn't bother him. I mean, he right? he is historically been fairly immune to criticism right like he's been pretty good at at because he's taken more crap than i think basically any other athlete in this day and age in the in the social media generation i don't know man those ball kids what do you mean oh the yeah (laughs) i keep getting confused about what you're talking about that was mostly their dad though like (laughs) nobody really was ever like these 16 year old children are clowns it was like lavar ball go away please Um, stop Please stop calling Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Stephen yeah, A. Like, Smith, not in this at all. I guess not in ESPN this. is owned by Disney. Yeah. But he works for Fox Sports 1, so surely... I just said Fox Sports 1. No, he doesn't. That's, That's Skip Bayless. I th- were they not together? No. No, it's Skip and Shannon? Yeah, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Who's, who's Stephen A. Smith throwing down with Oh, right I don't now? know. I haven't watched First Takes since Skip left. <laughs> Yeah, they got it. Said they got uh, Eddie, whatever, and Lorel Howard from from Get Out <laughs> to commentate the game. They were great. I would watch that all day, right? Like I would watch them, those two call a basketball game all day. They've got all these cameos. They couldn't call Bill Murray the cameo king. To it's come like they didn't. It's like they didn't want to acknowledge the original Space Jam in any way. Like, what do they call his? His airness, I thought that was a great name for Michael Jordan. Yeah. Because if, like, if LeBron is the king, then like, what's right. higher than king? 
God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Michael B. Jordan thing was pretty funny. Yeah. Especially when, when whichever, I, I guess it's Daffy, that's like, we couldn't get Michael B. Jordan, or Michael A. Jordan, so we got Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I was trying to think what uh, Michael B. Jordan Warner Brothers property there was that they could have, like, drawn on there, and I couldn't think of any. Because I don't think of Warner Brothers ever. Like, when I think of the Warner Brothers logo and what I've seen it on in the past 20 years, I think Harry Potter, and that's it. Well, I imagine they made Friday Night Lights. Is he in Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where the clear eyes, full hearts can't lose thing comes from. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, I know you didn't like the Toon Squad jerseys. I think at least once a season, the Lakers should have to play the Bulls, and they should both have to wear Toon Squad jerseys. That would be cool. But the original Toon Squad jerseys are iconic. Yes. Correct. And one day these will be iconic. And these are like, we thought about making them gay, but like didn't. <laughs> we could have made this a rainbow. But didn't. But it's not. Enjoy. Uh, the Toon Squad and the Goon Squad. The Goon Squad I thought was good. The Monstar aliens were in there, but like they didn't have any lines. It was another situation where I was like, could you not get the rights to your own thing? Like, like to me, it was like, you can use the image, but they can't say anything was like what was written in the contract. It's like, it's your property. The Monstars can talk. The uh, ta them, them getting Taz from Rick and Morty did make me laugh, actually, out of all of those things. <laughs> that was With so Rick being like, oh, we came to drop your badger off. It's whatever he's got is incurable. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Because, like, I'm glad that we're just on board of, like, Taz sucks. I Yeah. But <laughs> the they Tasmanian the Taz devil is the worst and probably kind of racist. Is it kind of racist? I don't know where. I think Tasmania is, like, a pretty aboriginal type place in Australia. Like, ah. I know it's an animal, but, like, I, I can't imagine that it's, it's like, name. There was nothing in Australia for a long time that wasn't racist. Yeah. Australia doesn't have, like... They don't have the, the best, best history. The best history. Neither Not do that we. we do, but yeah. like, yeah, it's not exactly. It's it, it hasn't always been this this place of, you know, I could die, mate. Everybody's so nice here. We don't have any guns. Yeah, you have to pull it out. We just get rid of the guns. It hasn't always been that place. Yeah. Um. A hundred percent. You said this 100%. movie was necessary. Walk me through that. Okay. What is this? What purpose does this movie serve in the greater universe? So not too long ago, Hank Green tweets out, I just watched Thunder Force, which is a Melissa McCarthy, Octavia Spencer superhero movie. And it's just like this silly, stupid, raunchy thing. And the whole time, Jason Bateman has claws like crab arms. Okay. Uh, and it's just this like silly Netflix movie. And... Hank Green was like, I need more movies specifically like this. What else can you tell me is like this? These like no stakes, silly, stupid, raunchy, funny movies. And while I th agree with Hank that we need more of these terrible films, I also think they that that there is no world in which I get to watch Spy Kids for the first time again. 
and Warner Brothers was like, you know what, Tyler? We're going to make a movie exactly like Spy Kids. It is stupid. It is funny. It is full of references that you, born in 1992, will get. And you're going to love it. So, like, that was the vibe. This was not revisiting Space Jam for me. This was no, revisiting... But this was- this was revisiting Castle. This was revisiting Spy Kids 3D Game Over. Where Elijah Wood is bad. The which is guy. a bad movie. It was but a I, movie I hated when I was 10. <laughs> Junie and his if this, sister. If this had this any thumb thumbs. If this had any whiff of the original Spy Kids to it whatsoever, I would have loved this movie. If this vibed like like the original Spy Kids at all. Even if, vi- even if Dom was just like, you know what stresses me out? Video games and also my warts. I would have been like, <laughs> you got it, Dom. I'm all in. <laughs> Dom is way cooler than Junie. There's no doubt about that. But it's not about being cool. It's about being a regular kid, uh, right? N- no. Regular cool kids do not get warts. Period. I'm let not saying that just said Junie wasn't cool. I'm, I not, know, I'm not saying Junie is cool. You said uh, it's not about being cool, but let me tell you, like Adam Anderson, we went to high school with, never had a wart until he was 20 something. I do think he might have peaked in high school. No offense, Adam. Yeah, that was brutal. ATA is A OK. OK. That was his AIM username. Ah. OK. <laughs> uh. Pfft. Spy out of out of all the Spy Kids movies that this movie could remind you of, I'm shocked it's the first one. It's just the same sort of like I don't know. It's that there is this like silly, goofy movie that they made that's like objectively bad, but like my parents would have thought it was bad if it came out in 2004, and I would have thought it was bad if it came out in 2004. But I still would have watched it over and over again because it was like made for my kind of objectively bad, stupid humor. But it came out in 2021, which meant I got to enjoy it as an adult. And it, like, aged with me. Like, it properly progressed and made the same stupid references that, like, in 2004, when I got to watch The Matrix, I was like, I'm not supposed to be watching this, but I am, because it's awesome. I remember in The Matrix, right after the scene where Neo dodges bullets, Trinity comes up, and she puts a gun to Agent Smith's head, and she goes, dodge this. Puts him down. Yeah, because those are awesome movies. It was awesome. It was a How have we evil. never covered the Matrix movies? At least the first one. I know people hate the second two. I haven't watched them in a long time. I haven't watched them since the dorm poster days, honestly. <laughs> since you and I lived in Port. Ah, Port. Because I what bought good. uh I bought all three of them in like a one DVD set for like five dollars at Walmart. Um the, the vibes here were just immaculate. The vibes were were fucked completely. Like, knowing that I'm watching something bad also had something... Like, knowing that, like, LeBron James knows he's a bad actor and an excellent basketball player was part of the fun for me. Like, there's no part of the fun for you when you were in, like, math class and you had trivia day and you were really good at trivia, but the football players weren't, even though they were really smart anyway. Like, but you were good at trivia and they weren't. 
yeah, that was fun for me. Yeah, that was f- so like no part of this was like, oh, LeBron James is bad. No, at no, I'm enjoying this because it's not Thunder Force. It's not a goofy little Netflix movie. It's a hundred and fifty million dollars sequel. <laughs> I would have rather Warner Brothers sent everybody in the United States 50 cents and said, throw this in the toilet. Warner Brothers, I do think Warner Brothers spending $150 million on characters they already own. Yeah, to make to make two-dimensional characters who we know and love uncomfortably CGI. I see that didn't bother me at all. I was like, yeah, okay, you have I to do up- not like seeing Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd in three dimensions at all, right? I Winnie did. the Pooh was a tough sell. I ended up loving, not Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin, that movie, where, where you made Winnie the Pooh like an actual teddy bear. That was a yep. tough sell. I ended up loving it, but that was a tough sell. This had none of that heart, though. I never felt connected to Bugs Bunny in this movie the way I did to Pooh and Christopher Robin, right? There's no adorableness okay, to it. There's just like, eh, what's up? I is not the same voice actor. <laughs> what's up, Doc? <laughs> I'm living alone on this planet because all of my friends abandoned me for nothing. For, to for go what? be in Game of Thrones. For, tell me for what? Tell me for why. <laughs> yeah, like, I do think there's sort of subplot here that we're not addressing. There was Bugs no Big Bunny. Chungus. There was Big Chungus. Big Chungus is in this. Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah. he is. You're exactly right. Yeah. Very okay. briefly, Big Chungus is Maybe here. it's a 24 then. Uh, A113 is in this. Pretty. What'd you say? A one one three, the like go to Pixar reference, yeah. is in this. Pretty on the nose. It is the number of Marvin Martian's spaceship. Yeah. I get that it's like the. It's not a Pixar thing. It's like a like a California a, School of Animation thing or whatever. But right, it's a Pixar thing. Like it's a Pixar thing. Like. Yeah. To me, that was like a. Come on, guys. You can't. You don't get to do that. I know that you do, and you're probably the same person who works at Pixar. And Almost like, certainly like, not. You don't think so? You don't think the dude... Because I don't understand how it works. If you're an animator, do you, like, finish Incredibles 2, and then all of a sudden it's like, and now I'm working on whatever the next Pixar If you work at works. Pixar, yeah, I think so. You don't if think you're just, like, like, a, like, a staff animator at Pixar, yeah, I don't think... think that I don't think you contract. go work at... No. Hmm. No, like I think the animation studios work a lot more like old school, like Renaissance art studios did, where like if you were, you know, school of Rembrandt or whatever, like you painted shit for Rembrandt. Whenever yeah. he was done with something, you just made copies of it. Like yeah. you didn't go like, oh, man, I'm going to go work for Botticelli. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't think it works the same way as actors and stuff like I don't know. You say Botticelli made me think of that. That other TikTok trend. This is not funny. This is a this is like for people listening to this. You could. This is not funny. But when they're like, "Why does my fridge sound like Nemo from Finding Nemo?" And then they open the fridge and it goes, "Hey, it's hey, me, it's Nemo. me, Nemo. Nemo from Finding Nemo." <laughs> so funny every time. Because <laughs> like, it gets me every time. I'm like, "Oh man, how is this fridge gonna sound like Nemo?" Like, <laughs> what is what is Nemo? What even noise is like? this? What noise is this fridge gonna make? That's like, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> A 
Hey, it's me. Hey, it's me, Nemo, from the Pixar movie, Finding Nemo. <laughs> what I love, and I just noticed, listeners and not viewers, what I love and I just noticed is that in the mirror, you can see Tyler paused on the credits of this movie <laughs> to come record. No, it's not true, actually. So my hotel... Uh, has two televisions. There's one okay. in the office side of the room, and then you can see this partition, and well, then that's the bedroom side of the room. But it's all one big room. It looks and like right, credits. It's not credits. I. But anyway, so there's a TV right above the laptop. But then also, if I turn this way, there's a TV right there. That's set to the Netflix home screen. So they're both set to the Netflix home screen because it's not the Netflix home screen. That one's on Netflix. This one's on HBO Go. So this hotel just hasn't updated to HBO Max. Sure. So, so it just says HBO Go, free with your stay, instant unlimited access to all HBO, no login required. And I was like, oh my God, what luck. I get to just watch Space Jam on one of my two televisions. Wrong. Different service. Wrong. Wrong. You can't even open it. You just click on it. Nothing happens. So... I was a little upset about that because I feel like if you're promising HBO, like if this were 1998 and you were like free HBO and you're yeah, hotel free room, HBO with your hotel room, that would have been like, like a big deal. You, your no kids are like, way. yo, we get to watch Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it's just not there. Also, my hotel is right next to like the Kentucky theme park, uh, which I can't hear from my hotel, which is nice because this AC unit is very loud. Uh, but there's just like roller coasters outside of my window. That's kind of cool. I uh, I don't think I would recommend getting on these roller coasters, but they are there. That's fair. And they do I like run. looking at a roller coaster. Yeah, it's a nice uh, nice skyline. Yeah, this movie has been in the works uh, at Warner Brothers since directly with LeBron James attached since 2014. Um, I don't know what took them so long to make it, but it's very clear to me that this movie was originally intended for release sometime in 2019. And then something happened that they just didn't get it done in time. And then it never got done until right now. And they just let it hang until after COVID because like it is very clear that Warner Brothers put out uh, Ready Player One where they were like, we're going to showcase all of our properties. And Disney was like, well, we can't let them get away with that. We got to burn the Ralph movie, right? We got to we got to ruin the Wreck-It Ralph sequel to, to make sure that they don't get away with doing this. And we'll so do it better. And we'll do it better. Right. Which they didn't. Uh uh, Reagan Ralph is definitely better. Reagan Ralph breaks the internet is uh, definitely the internet better than sucks. Ready, is definitely better than Ready Player okay, One. Okay, but movie. I don't like it as much. It sucks. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the only saving grace to Ready Player One, the movie, is that it didn't ruin the book for me. Yeah. Wreck-It, Ralph breaks the internet ruins Wreck It Ralph for me. Yes. Um, but, and then you could see, like, you could feel March. April 2019 they're like you know what we got LeBron James we're gonna we're gonna do this with Space Jam because and I'll tell you why it's because this movie was very clearly made in a pre TikTok world yes like before TikTok was everything yes because this is a war on social media in a world before TikTok yes but now we live in a post TikTok society TikTok changed the game. Changed the game completely. You don't make the same. This movie is is a pre twenty twenty movie for sure. I don't know when they filmed it, but this was written. Well, because if they and filmed completed pre twenty twenty, they would. I mean, if they did the marketing recently, they would be putting out ads that say which they Emmy didn't nominated. market this movie. <laughs> I know they would have said Emmy nominated Don Cheadle. 
Yeah, for his five seconds in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, got an Emmy nomination. One line. God. Don Cheadle's so good, but he's so not good in this movie. I don't think anybody could have done better. Maybe, uh, maybe Jonathan Majors. Bill Murray. To be the villain? To be the villain. What I want to know is when are Warner Brothers villains going to learn that basketball isn't the answer? <laughs> like, you could just, if you really want LeBron James out of the way, you could probably just blow him up. Like, <laughs> with your acme. With your acme. You don't have to be, lose to him at basketball <laughs> and delete yourself. The fact that Algie Rhythm, like, is just like, you know what? I lost the game. I will now fuck off and die. Thank you. <laughs> Right, that he wasn't just like, uh, he, you know, he didn't turn into actual video game boss, where when you knock the first health bar down, he's like, psych, I got a second health bar, what's up? Uh, you know, he was just like, nope, goodbye. <laughs> also, what does that mean for Warner Brothers moving forward? Like, if we're supposed to believe as the audience that this is Warner Brothers canon, right, do, does Warner Brothers just not have an algorithm now? Uh, I don't think that Warner Brothers ever had a sentient algorithm <laughs> that came up with marketing strategies unprompted. And, and, and put the presentations together. And put the presentation together. Right. I don't think that, it, you know, I, is that Sarah Silverman? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah yeah. Silverman. I don't think that the, whoever this, the actual real world Sarah Silverman is at Warner Brothers gets an inbox notification. that's like, hey, by the way, here's your Canva link. <laughs> right, like or your your Prezi link or whatever it is. <laughs> Prezi link from from the algorithm. Here's your Prezi itself. link from the algorithm. We made you a billion dollars. <laughs> right, like that doesn't happen. I do think including Sarah Silverman here was a bonkers choice. Why couldn't she have played basketball or something? I don't know. I, yeah, they got they got Sarah Silverman and and Grant from The Walking Dead. Do you think they got Sarah Silverman? Like, oh, you guys are doing Ralph breaks the internet. We took your star. I possibly because I forgot she was she's she's Vanellope Vanellope yeah, yeah I completely forgot that yeah that's probably exactly it <laughs> you know I'm surprised they didn't do more of that honestly I'm surprised they weren't like like John C. Riley doesn't show up as the Bill John C. Riley and Owen Wilson and <laughs> like <laughs> was Owen Wilson in Ralph Breaks no but like but like I'm, I'm talking like Pixar people Disney people right like oh like just poaching them the, yeah that like Jay Baruchel doesn't show up and, and it's like hi my name's Toothless <laughs> my name's my name's full of teeth. What's up? Well, they, that's DreamWorks. That's a different studio altogether. I, but I, I truly, this movie feels like because like who is what is Warner Animation Group, right? Like what is WAG? They're sitting here like we made Space. I guarantee this is a. I imagine a a J.K. Simmons type figure, right? Like a guy like a like a uh, Terrence Fletcher or whatever from. Uh, Terrence Fletcher, you think Terrence, you think anybody at Warner Brothers has the conviction of Terrence Fletcher? Yes, yes. I'm imagining an, a stiff old boardroom guy that's like, in the year 1996, we made fucking Space Jam. Now somehow we're the fourth best, maybe fifth best animation studio <laughs> in California. We've lost to Disney and Pixar and DreamWorks and now Illuminations, the people that made Despicable fucking me. <laughs> You know that J.K. Simmons guy is like, actually, that Gru character is pretty good. But the Gru hasn't been involved in years. <laughs> it's like if the Penguins of Madagascar movies were billion dollar successes, right? <laughs> and also if the Penguins didn't talk. 
Those are Nickelodeon. I bet Madagascar's doing better than Warner Animation Studios. I bet Those Nickelodeon are- is sitting over there like, I am, what is happening? I guarantee you. So you know how, like, sometimes We're still you get making in your mind, SpongeBob, guys. What is going on? You, sometimes you get in your mind, like, all of these studios just have endless dollars. I bet if you work at Nickelodeon, the break room sucks. Oh, yeah. That's my guess. Is that, like, if you work at Nickelodeon, like, yeah, you work at Nickelodeon, you've gotten your way into the industry, but, like, the break room does suck. It is not a great place to work. This building hasn't been updated in a long time. The floors here, definitely the cheapest carpet money can buy. Sometimes you just get slimed out of nowhere. (laughs) Like, we're still rolling with the slime thing. The slime Uh, thing. I guarantee you this as well. The number of people running the Kids' Choice Awards is significantly less than is, you think. Is five. Is, it, yeah, it's ten people or less. Guaranteed. I would do anything for a blimp, though. Like I, I would die for a blimp, yeah. Anything. LeBron James is going to get a blimp here. What do soon. I have to do, Nickelodeon, to get nominated and win a Kids' Choice Award? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I, don't, I have no idea. I'll, I'll, t- I'll go to war on Disney. I for guarantee you. they're going to listen to this segment and be like, well, you hate our break room. So no, maybe- I'm saying Nickelodeon is out there doing great. They, cause they are not involved in this pissing match whatsoever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just doing that they, you're not going to see a, 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 a Tom Kenny showing up to work every day. Right. You're not going to see a new SpongeBob movie where SpongeBob has come as, comes out on TV and is like, you know what? Fuck LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> right, like no, they're just not going to get involved. They're not going to get involved. The Penguins of Madagascar are not going to bring in the Iron Giant. Whatever Nickelodeon's version of the Iron Giant is, maybe just a 19-foot tall Dora the Explorer. It would be Reptar is That's fair. Reptar, yeah. Reptar. Reptar versus Godzilla. What do I have to do to make that happen? <laughs> Can you imagine working at Nickelodeon and being like, I called Busta Rhymes today. I make five figures and i called right i'm an intern (laughs) i guarantee you nickelodeon this is flipping the script because they they have to have an ai flipping the script warner brothers doesn't pay their interns nickelodeon does oh sure yeah absolutely yeah absolutely uh, cause like the dream when you're a kid is to be a, like a, like a writer or an animator for Nickelodeon, right? Like every yeah. kid at some point has been like, I'm going to work at Nickelodeon because it's the company that you know, right? Right. And, and Disney is impossible. Disney both feels impo- too impossible and too attainable at the same time. Right. Cause you can go work in maintenance at the parks, right? right. You can't, you can't, I mean, I'm, I know Nickelodeon has janitors, I'm sure, but you can't just go be a janitor at Nickelodeon, right? Like they've got, you're, you're <laughs> never never gonna be a writer at Disney. Actually, ever. Nickelodeon doesn't have janitors. That's contracted out. So you can't just like, like they hire I don't know where Nickelodeon is located right now. Burbank. I they love hire, this idea like, that Nickelodeon just like occupies part of an, of like an industrial park. <laughs> That's exactly what I've imagined. Right? Like, <laughs> there's like no, there's no water tower. It's like you have a, like a, like a key code. <laughs> <laughs> like they hire like, you know, What's a what's a cultural fixture in Burbank, California? Like we have the star. What's their version of that? Of Burbank, California? I don't yeah. know. The 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 whatever the nerd herd store that Chuck worked at. <laughs> Chuck lived in Burbank. That's all I know about Burbank. Is that not where Nickelodeon where's Nickelodeon? I have no idea. Right Hold on. We're figuring this out. Somewhere Anaheim, Pasadena, I Santa Monica. I have no idea. I actually thought they were still in Florida, so I don't think they were ever in Florida. We are, we are both wrong. 
They yeah. were definitely in Florida. Yeah, they're in New York City. Uh, so they, you have like Big Apple janitorial services coming in and cleaning Nickelodeon. So like you can't just be a janitor there. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, they're certainly not in New York, though, because like re- as recently as a couple of years ago, Christine Schieffer from and that's what I'm talking uh, Sorry. And that's why we drink worked at Nickelodeon, like in California, Los Angeles. So they're in Studio City, Studio City, Los Angeles. Yeah. So uh, that's where their, their studio would be. Burbank and New York City. Yeah. According to this. Hold on. No, Studio City, Los Angeles was 1990 to 1998. Burbank was 1998 to present, and New York City is 1999 to present as a second facility. Okay. So Burbank sounds like where probably like if you go to work as an animator, you are probably at Burbank is what I think. Right, because you don't actually need studio backlots for animated movies. No, or for iCarly. Well, iCarly's at Paramount. Which is Nickelodeon. I think... Nickelodeon is Paramount, I would think. Right? Is Paramount not the larger company? Yeah, no, but I mean, yeah, but that's like, that's the same. (coughs) Right. But it, like, if you animate, like, you don't need to animate SpongeBob in the same building where they film iCarly. Although I bet they do. Maybe not specifically those two things, but I guarantee congruent projects are happening like that. Sure. Yeah. I Uh. guarantee. There's a show on Nickelodeon, I guarantee it, an animated show on Nickelodeon where, like, the whole process happens in one room. With less than five people. Yeah, it's called SpongeBob. No, like, like no, somebody certain, is certainly at this point, SpongeBob makes itself right. Like they've drawn all the frames of SpongeBob already. <laughs> There's somebody there that's just stacking them back together in a new way to make a new episode, and they 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 come up with a storyboard, and then write the episode around. Like it, it's animated before it's written for sure. And they're like, do, think, do we do have think, to hire Mermaid Man for this one, or he can he just not talk? Can we use archive footage, right? Like, do you think Tom Kenny has to do anything other? Than I'm not show sure Tom Kenny is still SpongeBob. He's got to still be. If SpongeBob. he is, he's gotten old. Because SpongeBob doesn't sound the same anymore. Like he still sounds like Tom Kenny, but it sounds like somebody doing a Tom Kenny impression. Like they just fired Tom Kenny and hired a TikToker. No, it's still Tom Kenny and Bill Fagerback. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound right. I saw a recent clip of SpongeBob, which also uh, they did stop making SpongeBob episodes in like after season three, because every episode of SpongeBob that I've ever seen happened in the first three seasons. And until last week, I don't think I'd ever seen a clip from SpongeBob that I had never seen before. So like they've been making SpongeBob for 20 years without anybody watching it. Well, I think just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean nobody has seen it. No, but like I have never no, in, in my year on TikTok, I've never seen a damn SpongeBob clip or heard a SpongeBob audio that I'd never heard before. That, right? you, that like, you weren't familiar with? That I wasn't familiar with, right? Like I've never seen a SpongeBob meme where I'm not like, what episode did this come from? Right. Yeah, they all come from. They all come from those first like, the two, three seasons, Glove two, three World. seasons. Like, we're still talking about the Hashleying Slasher, right? There's no yeah. new villains. Man Ray yeah. is still the thing. Ah, uh, classic. Anyway, SpongeBob is not in Space Jam. Because they're from different studios. Correct. 
They would have totally included him if they had that. That power. they also just <laughs> didn't do any service to the DQ whatsoever, the DCEU whatsoever. Like they barely acknowledged that DC exists. What are you talking about? They had Superman in it. They had Superman cartoons. I was tell me this because I don't know the answer. Uh, was Gal Gadot not the voice of? Wonder I have Woman? no idea, but like. You think they would have just gotten her in there for five minutes to stand in front of a green screen. Right. And talk to and talk uh, to Lola. Lola Bunny. I will say that segment. I was like this. I would I'd buy into this if they were like if they made a TV show crossover event that was like Looney Tunes meets the DC or meets the Justice League. And I got like three episodes of Lola Bunny trying to pass the Amazon trials. I would absolutely watch that. The idea of Warner 3000 is so wild where they're like, you know what people want? They don't want new content. They want us to digitally stick LeBron James into Game of Thrones. And Harry Potter. And Harry Potter, right? Instead of getting a new Fantastic Beast movie, what we want is for LeBron James to play Quidditch. To not just play, yeah, not just just be in Harry Potter, to be Harry Potter. To be Harry Potter, which... Now that I'm seeing it, though, I would pay any amount of money for. <laughs> uh, yeah, just LeBron James in front of a green screen. LeBron James, all yeah, of- deep faked into all of my favorite movies. <laughs> it stopped sounding like a bad idea at some point, actually. Well, okay. I think I would see one, and I'd be like, oh, man, what a novelty. And then they would do the next one, and I would be like, LeBron James in the Chamber of Secrets? I'm absolutely not going to this. No, 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 no. But yeah, like, <laughs> I, I could get down with with LeBron James and the Sorcerer's Stone, right? If they called it Harry Potter and the James Burrs of Secrets, then I might go. Yeah, they. I, I, would, I would feel obligated just because of the pun. Yeah. I'd be like, well, okay. Well, yeah, you got me there. And then, like, if when if when <laughs> when Tom Riddle shuffles his name, it says I am Steph Curry. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that would be like troubling. It'd be like, oh, that LeBron James just stabbed the Black Mamba. This is bad. That's Kobe Bryant. Uh, so you can't just kill Kobe Bryant. You're not going to deep fake Kobe Bryant as the basilisk. (laughs) (laughs) That would be wild. (laughs) Would be really bad. But I I do think that that would cement uh, uh, LeBron James as a Gryffindor, which he is. Yeah, if they were just like, this is LeBron James day off. Like. I would watch that. LeBron James deep faked into Ferris Bueller. Deep faked into Ferris Bueller, right. Save like, LeBron. And like nobody, nobody is acknowledging it. <laughs> because it's the, the problem with this movie is they acknowledge LeBron's LeBron-ness the whole time, right? Like LeBron right. James' terrible acting would work if nobody said, if, if, if it was the exact same movie, line for line, performance for performance, right? Like you're watching Alan Rickman go up against LeBron James <laughs> playing an 11-year-old in wizard robes. <laughs> Uh, actually that's a bad example because in the first scene where snape has lines he's like our new celebrity (laughs) (laughs) lebron james no but he still just calls him harry potter right because it's the same right because it's the same lines it's the same 
They don't change anything else. It's they like don't change Vigard, anything else, right? It's like when Vigard puts himself into the Harry Potter scene, right? And, and 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 you get LeBron James being like, "I must not tell lies, Professor." <laughs> so what would the best role be? Because all I can think about is Harry Potter. All I can think about is Harry Potter. Might be Harry Potter, honestly. When, when he's sitting there doing the. Yeah, when, when he's like, but I am the chosen one. And, and Emma Watson smacks him in the head. I like the idea that they have to like digitally make him smaller. Right. Because he's, like he's seven six foot eight. Yeah. And huge. <laughs> like, even if they made him smaller, his hands would still be way bigger than Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> just palms and snitch. Just like, got it. Oh. I mean, at some point, though, you have to have a shot of him dunking the snitch, right? Like, Here's my question. Does LeBron James wear Quidditch uniform? Like, or does he wear, like, a Lakers jersey? No, yeah, I think he wears the Quidditch robes. Or does he wear, like, a Gryffindor basketball Gryffindor jersey? Gryffindor basketball jersey. Uh, There's that moment where, where, Seamus fit, or where Dean Thomas is like, Oh, it's just like basketball. No, as Harry says that. Yeah. There'd be a bunch of moments where you'd be like, Bron kind of fits. Bron kind of fits. <laughs> People taking pictures of him. <laughs> People want to shake his hand. LeBron James, the boy who lived. <laughs> Get up. Oh. <sighs> You know, it's been a good episode when my face hurts. It's because the movie is a hundred percenter. It's not a hundred percenter. <laughs> LeBron James, anytime he has these like emotional scenes, not like sad emotional, but like sort of like excited, angry emotional, and his voice gets like really high pitched. That's my favorite. It's just <laughs> he's, he's like, Tom! He's so good as a cameo actor, right? Because like he was great in Trainwreck. Oh, he was, he was amazing in Trainwreck. Amazing in Trainwreck. Only outdone by John Cena. <laughs> like, bro, I will enter you. <laughs> but John Cena is an actor already, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only does he have a series of movies where he's the lead, but he also... I mean, here's the thing, though. He's a soap like, opera actor. <laughs> LeBron James' delivery in this movie is about as good as your average Vin Diesel delivery in a modern Fast and Furious movie. And, you know, there's actually a great opportunity at the end for literally Dom to be like, I got family. That's universal, though. I know, but that would a smack in the face, right? I do know yeah. they were trying to smack Disney in the face. They didn't care about the other studios. They care about Disney. They care about, like, how can we make something... As big as Avengers Endgame. And they and missed by miles. <laughs> I will like, say they beat Black Widow at the box office this weekend. So that's something. Yeah, but they, they're at a third of what Black Widow made on opening weekend. No. I think, was the 50 million, was that not just domestic or that was worldwide? Oh, I that was what the figure I got. Black Widow did 80. They did 50. Okay. That's the figure I got. And Black Widow made another 80 internationally on opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think like 50 on streaming. Yeah. But like the, the thing is, Disney has figured out this this combination of content versus story versus fan service. Right. 
this is where they went wrong is if if Disney did this same thing, it would be like Disney being like, not only did all of the Avengers just walk through the portal, but so did Luke Skywalker. Right. And it, oh. would, it would equally suck. Oh, you broke it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would equally suck if Disney owned the Looney Tunes and was like, we're going to make Space Jam. We're going to have all the Avengers there as side characters and they're not going to do anything. But you still got the Looney Tunes, though. Right. Like, it would it would equally suck. Yeah. If Disney was like, you know what? We're going to make a sequel to Remember the Titans where we go with all of our properties. <laughs> We're going to make a sequel to Miracle where Chris Hemsworth's in the movie as Thor. Although they were like, we're going to make a sequel to the Mighty Ducks and it's a TV show and it's right. still and self-contained. They and you know who's not in it? Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. You know who's not in it? <laughs> Luke Skywalker. You know who's not in it? Ralph. (laughs) Lightning McQueen. Estevez is in it. Lightning McQueen is not in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And they did. They were like, you know, you know what, you know what needs. And also, it was stupid. I I have no idea if it was good or not. I did not watch it. I didn't either. But your brother said it was stupid, (laughs) and described the plot. And the plot is stupid. Yeah. Uh, Turner and Hooch comes out pretty soon with Josh Peck and a dog. Probably not the same dog. No. Oh, why did we need a Turner and Hooch remake? <laughs> it's a TV show, I believe. Oh, Jesus Christ. That movie wasn't good. <laughs> okay. Josh Peck is a bad actor, so I don't know what you want from me. Tom Hanks couldn't save that movie. He's a great actor. Yeah. You know who I think when I think young Tom Hanks? Josh Peck. Josh Peck. The Drake and Josh, the fat guy from Drake. So and is he Josh. just getting? Yeah, it's just going to be two hours, or not two hours? It's going to be like seven hours of Josh Peck yelling at a dog. Yeah. Oh come on, Megan, Megan. Yeah. What if the dog isn't? Is Turner and Megan? <laughs> <laughs> I think if if Drake and Josh. Although Drake apparently like we're we're all out on Drake. Drake is a bad guy. Yeah, Drake's right? going to jail. But not for long enough is what I heard. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a rich white celebrity. Yeah. He's, I don't think he's rich. Well. He was a star on Drake and Josh. That's fair. I bet that didn't pay. He's a white I, celebrity. Yeah. I know that uh, Ned is not rich. Devin Workheiser. <laughs> Devin Workheiser. Yeah. I know he's not rich. And I Devin, know he petitioned Nickelodeon to remake. Yeah. To Ned's. do the, the, the Ned's Declassified Adult Survival Guide. And everybody was in on it, except for Nickelodeon. Yeah, and they were like, no, we're not doing that. We're not giving you the rights to take it somewhere else. Yeah, (laughs) which uh, the iCarly reboot is successful, so maybe we'll get Ned's Declassified Adulthood Survival Guide. Maybe. People like the iCarly reboot. Carly cusses now. (laughs) And they like go to clubs. And drinks beer, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a great shot of of Miranda Cosgrove, (laughs) who still doesn't particularly look like an adult. I think (laughs) Drinking a beer with her pear phone. (laughs) I do think <laughs> Freddie's back in that show. Some people were like, Freddie, you didn't age a day. I think Freddie looks like a man now. Uh, Jerry Trainer didn't age a day. I can tell you that much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still would not say that Miranda Cosgrove looks like an adult. I think Miranda Cosgrove and I have a weird relationship because when she was in School of Rock, I had a crush on her. And now as a grown up in iCarly, 
I feel like. You're allow- probably allowed to have a crush on her again. She's right. your age, I think. <laughs> right. She's definitely an adult. <laughs> She's not in this show drinking beer and yeah. not an adult. Yeah. Uh, it's weird when you see the people from School of Rock and you're like, oh, this person's kind of hot now. <laughs> Uh, they were children, the, and so was I. The dude who played Freddy, I think he died. Yeah, not very long ago. Yeah, it was really sad. Yeah, he got like uh, hit by a bus on his bike. It was crazy. I thought that was Tom Felton for like 15 it's years. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, what do you know? It's just a, a blonde kid. <laughs> it's just a different blonde-haired kid. <sighs> All right, let's, let's, uh, uh, let, me, let me get some, some scores going. We didn't get that many reviews on this movie. I don't think many people saw it, so... Uh, People, I think HBO really screwed themselves in the 90s being premium television because to this day, it feels wrong to pay for HBO, even though it costs the exact same as all the other streaming services. Yeah, that's true. It still, yeah, it still feels like gross and indulgent. <laughs> right. It's like, you got HBO. What a, God, oh, you, you got rich, HBO. Wow. You, you boy, rich boy money. Big spender. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's the same price as Hulu. <laughs> Hulu. Just to recap, I gave this a clean hundo. Ethan gave it a 23, Rotten Tomatoes a 32, Metacritic a 37, and Rotten Tomatoes audience, which only gets 5% of the big score, an 81, uh, which means that this landed at least at a 29. Um, looking at the bottom of the big board. Well, I didn't give you the listener score. I know, I'm just telling you. At the okay. bottom of the big board, the Santa Claus sits at a 58.65. Okay, so this is going to be our new worst, probably. All right. Well, what, what is the listener score? This uh, is 61 total. 61. Oh. <laughs> uh, the bacon and egg score on Space Jam colon A New Legacy is... 57 rounded oh. up from 56.7. So it beats the Santa Claus. No, Santa Claus is a 59. Ah, okay. I thought you said 55. So it is our new lowest. Yes. I will hopefully never watch this movie again. I doubt I will. <laughs> then you don't. Mm. <laughs> then it's not a hundred. It's a hundred percenter. Easy. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> you are broken. Insane is when somebody's going like parachuting. Okay. And they're like jumping out of the airplane and you're like, you're insane. This is I would not rather, the same situation. I would rather go parachuting than watch this movie again. Same. That sounds fun. I would rather go parachuting than watch Avengers Endgame. That sounds like a great afternoon. Well, I'm terrified of heights. Well, it's terrified. an airplane. You got a parachute. Yeah. A pair of chuddy. Although I see people base jumping on TikTok all the time, and I'm like, that looks like a blast. I know it's like the worst thing you can do with your body, and like people die base jumping all the time, and I see people base jumping on TikTok, and I'm like, that looks like a blast. You could do it, Ethan. I believe in you. I could not do it. Why not? Because I'm terrified of heights, and even if I had a parachute on my back and somebody was like, jump off this bridge, <laughs> I, my body would not let me. I think my body just wouldn't pull the chute. I like, 
I know that sounds really morbid and scary, but I think that like once I was in the air, I'd be like, I forgot what I'm doing. I think once and I, I no, here's the thing is I would die base jumping because I would pull the chute while I'm like still mostly attached to the bridge, <laughs> right? Like I would jump and pull the chute and it would get caught on the bridge and I would die. <laughs> I think at that point it like it latches to the bridge and then you just swing beneath the bridge and die of fear. <laughs> Bungee jumping mm. is not something I think I could do ever. Ben Jam did it, and uh, I think I could do it. I don't think I could make myself jump off of the, the off of a bridge. I don't think I could do it. Like what about my like my my flight would kick in, and I would run like away. If we got like a cable car and we went over like a valley, and bungee jumped out of the cable yeah. car. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible idea. Uh, that's the scenario. So you're not doing that. No. Okay. Okay. What about the Hoover Dam? <laughs> yeah, but you jump off the Hoover Dam. <laughs> I just died. I just what? <laughs> face planted into the side of the Hoover Dam. The side of the Hoover Dam. Yeah, it is not straight. It's not even straight down. <laughs> like it's like a hill. It's very much an incline. Now you couldn't drive a car up it, but ooh, could you drive a car up the Hoover Dam? No. Not like, okay, but maybe not like a 2005 Corolla, but like a Toyota FJ that we really built to drive up the side of the Hoover Dam. No, it's too steep. I don't know. I think this is like they a couldn't. Thing. They tried this on Top Gear even with a winch, winch, and it wasn't doable. And it wasn't the Hoover Dam. It was like a smaller dam. Well, the dam is not open to through traffic, so. <laughs> Sorry about it. Especially not the bottom where there's a river. <laughs> I don't know what not open to through traffic means. Like, I know that I have my driver's license, but I don't know. I get really upset when I see signs that say no trucks because I know that they're talking about like big multi-axle. They're like, not talking about your Lexus. They're not. I understand they're not talking about my Lexus because that's not a truck. But they were also not talking about my Ram. But I wish that they were. Like, I wish that there were roads that, like, just people with pickup trucks couldn't drive on. I would love those roads. <laughs> I hate people with pickup trucks. <laughs> They're the worst drivers. It's because they think they rule the roost. Hunter? I hate people with pickup trucks that park on city streets. They're the worst yeah. people. Why do you hate that? Uh, because you're taking up four parking spaces. Because it's long? Because it's long and you parked like a dick. Ah. Do you have any final thoughts, Ethan Edgehill? Never make me watch this movie again. I will not make you watch this movie again. Next week on Bacon and Eggs, Thor Ragnarok for the third time. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think next week on Bacon and Eggs is like The Hobbit, isn't it? Are we doing that? I, you tell me. I mean, I've said, why does everybody keep fighting me on this? <laughs> God, I'm we just like, do, we can do the Hobbit movies. And everybody's like, I mean, no, 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 hold, hold on. We don't, we don't have to. I'm like, let's just do them. Whatever. They can't hurt. I got hurt. They yet. can't be worse than what we they just watched. They can't be watched. worse than Space Jam colon a new legacy. <sighs> Not a good enough reason to use the word legacy. Anyway, no, I don't have any final thoughts. Uh, Bacon and Eggs in production of the WB Podcast Network. Um, 
We have graphics by Fashion Brandon and music by Andrew Scott Bell. For more information, uh, they have links in the descriptions. Andrew Scott Bell and graphite.vmb on Instagram. Uh, I hope you can figure out which one of those is which. <laughs> Um, for more podcasts, you can go to WBNE.org or wherever podcasts are sold or given away for free to look up things like Curly Critics and Perspective Z. And that's what I'm talking about. And today's featured podcast, which is Sincerely Us, a casual musical theater podcast for the casual musical theater fan, uh, where Becca and Enie talk about their favorite musicals and lots of other good stuff. That show is a lot of times better than this show because they actually do research on stuff. And it's beautiful. I love it. And there's a preview for it right here. Dear listener, today's going to be a good day, and here's why. Because today, we have found your new favorite podcast. Do you like all things musical theater? Or do you just like Hamilton? Then Sincerely Us is perfect for you. We take deep dives into modern musicals and teach you all that you need to know. From props and sets. To playwrights and composers. We will get you caught up on all things Broadway. We are Becca and Eenie, two best friends. Here to teach you all about the shows that we love. Sincerely Us, a podcast for the casual musical theater fan. Join us every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts and on WBNE.org. Tyler, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> what? I don't know why I just said that. It's, you've been on the show for four years. Uh, you could, I actually, like, you asked that question, my brain was like, I don't know what he's asking me. What does that mean? You can find me here. This is what I do. Yeah, I know. Like, I just, like, my brain was like, ask the question you asked the guests. <coughs> I don't know why. You can find me literally here. You, like, if you want to follow me other places, that's fine. But this is what I'm trying to direct you back to. You can find me where the music meets the ocean. <laughs> you can find me sucking on a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze. Okay. And on that bombshell, it's time to end. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Bacon and Eggs. Until next time, I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. Until next time, Arrivederci. A new legacy.